Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Today's match is in the books and we're breaking it down. This is your RSL post-match show on the RSL Radio Network. Welcome into the post-game show. Real Salt Lake with a 3-2 victory at Colorado Rapids. Take round one of the Rocky Mountain Cup. They break the scoreless streak. They break the winless streak. It's a great night for Real Salt Lake, all without Jefferson Zavarino. We were just talking about this off the air. Expected to join the team next week, but they didn't need him. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean... You want to be entertained, right? And I think that was a thoroughly entertaining game, like the last round of the U.S. Open Cup. Let's just play open soccer. Don't worry about defending. And who needs pace up front? As I said at halftime, Lauren, I thought that front four, uh, particularly the front two, just holding the ball up, bringing others into play. I was delighted for the goal scorers. I was delighted for Rubio Rubin, um, who looked a lot more comfortable. His touches were a lot sharper in those wider areas, put in a good shift in an unusual position for him. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think... The substitutions were came at the right time, um, and, and you know, got a tip of the cap to the to the coach tonight, Pablo Mastroeni. He's, he's made some mistakes, I think, this season. Maybe overthought things at times as well. But tonight, he's got it absolutely spot on, and huge relief for him. I'm very, very interested to hear his thoughts tonight, and if we can get a player or two as well. But yeah, probably just able to to breathe a sigh of relief after uh, stopping that uh, that rot of not being able to uh, to score a goal. Fantastic from Real Salt Lake. It felt like a true nearly 90-minute performance, maybe like 80-minute performance from RSL, but all around very good. The two goals coming from a free kick and a recycled free kick. Um, Bad marking on both goals. Very bad marking on both goals for Colorado. Um, Something to address because they are your next opponent in the Open Cup. Very excited to see what the changes might be for Wednesday's Open Cup match. But RSL, uh, a lot to celebrate tonight. 
Yeah, up to Jack just tweeting out, RSL has defeated the Rapids 17 times in Major League Soccer play since the start of 2014 season. More than any other team against any opponent in that time. Yeah. We've certainly got their number. And thank goodness Ooh. they came at the right time. Yes. So can we play you every week? It'd be great. Well, we, I guess we're going to play them Wednesday, but you know. I'm in the league Look, as well. Look, we'll take the Rocky Mountain Cup and then we'll beat them in Open Cup as well and it'll just be real sad for Colorado Rapids. Um, oh, yeah. They showed, oh, they showed the bench uh, at the final whistle and the actual human in me did feel a little bit bad because they've been so bad at home so far this season. But it's also Colorado, so I don't care that much. But that split-second human reaction was... Oh, that kind of sucks for them. But then yeah. I was like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> there's, there's certainly from some frustration yes. there, absolutely. And I think RSL would have, if they were on the res, uh, the other end of that result, I think they would have been equally frustrated because yes. both teams put in a performance. One team backs against the wall um, and, and trying to see the game out uh, under severe pressure for the last 17, 18 minutes. Uh, and Colorado, you know, doing everything they can to, to get a, 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 a an equaliser. We are waiting for the post-game press conference to begin. They have started the Zoom call, but they have not uh, brought anyone out yet. So we're going to head out to a break. But before we go to the break, uh, send me your thoughts on the match. Send us your thoughts on the match. Send it to me on Twitter, at Lars underscore MM. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the win. And uh, we'll have the post-game press conference coming up next. Hopefully, you're listening to the post-game show on the RSL Radio Network. Welcome back to the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. Spencer Warren, Lauren Beck. We just heard from RSL that uh, Pablo will indeed be the first in the post-game press conference, and they're hoping to grab him soon. In the meantime, send us your thoughts on the match at Lars underscore MM on Twitter. We do have a tweet to read, I believe, from Andrew Lord, friend of the program, at and uh, Lord Andrew one uh, he says, great to see RSL get some, quote-unquote, garbage goals for once. It means the forwards are putting themselves in good positions. Our strikers aren't skilled enough for frequent all-world goals. So positioning becomes everything. And I think that's something we've seen Rubio Robin. He's been, we've talked about it quite a bit throughout the season. He's been in good positions for those rebounds and to get those um, crosses, but he just hasn't been able to finish them. And we saw that a little bit better tonight um i mean danny's was a perfect example of kind of that scrappy goal cleaning things up and and finding the back of the net yeah yeah and and exactly what you want from your forwards it doesn't matter how it goes in as long as it ends in the back of the net i don't care um and yeah i I just think that uh, good positioning um, I thought some good hold-up play. I thought Baton uh, Jackson was was solid um, in the the first forty-five minutes, particularly making that uh, third goal. Uh, and I really liked that third goal. I thought it was a really good uh, break out of the back, and then uh, a nice roll across the box by Rubio Rabin once he received the ball, uh, shielding it and getting it into the path of Dami, and just an expert finish. Again, I've said that I think Dami is the best in-game finisher for RSL, uh, and uh, yeah. Just great to, to have those guys off the off the uh, on the score sheet, and then obviously Rubio Rubin getting an assist, even though it's not putting the ball in the, the, the back of the net. It did his confidence the world of good. You just saw a lot cleaner touches from him, a little bit more space as he was on the uh, the, the wider areas, get, able to turn and, and either roll it back or, or just get the ball into the other forwards. Yeah, just just a really good night, an entertaining night all round from RSL. 
you look at the goals and and it's great to get the three, but if you look at the two that were conceded for RSL, mm-hmm. the first one, a sloppy uh, free kick, a silly choice made by Oviedo to commit that foul. They put the ball in and Abubakar, or excuse me, Will, uh, Wilson, completely unmarked um, in the box. It that one, I feel like you can kind of chalk it off and, and, and run away from it a little bit. But the second goal, pretty much the same thing. Uh, a free kick given up near midfield, pinged in, recycled. And, I mean, it's a great header. But as you watch the replay of that goal, Vera is on. Um, is it Abubakar that scored the second? Am I yes, right? Abubakar. Okay. He was on Abubakar and then... As play shifted out to RSL's right, so did all the defenders. And Vera and everyone else kind of moved away from Abubakar. No one picked him up wide open on the back post for that header. So for me, the marking on these set pieces and on these crosses is a big concern, just given how open both of those players were. And um, I think that that was something we we talked about a little bit in pregame, the communication between this back four who haven't played a lot of games together, and then you have Justin Glad come in at halftime for an injured Eric Holt. Do those goals concern you at all, or what do you you feel about the two conceded goals for ourselves? Yeah, uh, obviously the the recycle ball, first and foremost, RSL is a really small team. And then when Eric Holt goes off, Justin Glad comes on, you know, touching six foot, Brian Vera, um, six... Oh, sorry, 5'11", you are missing that dominant Marcelo Silva. And I think that's something that will be needed, uh, need to be addressed when Marcelo eventually leaves. Love to have that dominant guy. It's really, really important. Um, but, yeah, the the whole recycle ball for that second goal, the ball swung in was beautiful, but it's coming from a centre-back in the, in the left channel. Uh, and, yeah, just giving up really silly free kicks, putting unnecessary pressure um, on their back line. And, and that's something that will be addressed. But, um, you know, the the other end of it is that RSL were really good breaking in, getting in behind. Um, they were... The issue was that they were getting, you know, torched and get, people getting in behind them as well. Um, someone with a little bit more composure... Um, other than Cabral or, or Jonathan Lewis, um, and you've seen RSL get really, really burned. LAFC springs to mind. St. Louis springs to mind. Um, so those are things that will have to be addressed. And again, it's going to come with cohesion. It's going to come with better players uh, and and key players coming into key positions. Taking a quick look around the league while we wait for the press conference to start. Uh, we went through the results earlier in the day. Since RSL went final, the other 7.30 kick, St. Louis and Kansas City, went final 4-0 for Sporting Kansas City. They started the season so hot and then hit a rough patch, um, losing three consecutive league games. Big win against Sporting Kansas City, who looked like they might be resurgent. Uh, so back to the drawing board for Peter Vermees and Sporting Kansas City. Portland and Minnesota are at nil-nil. Vancouver is beating Seattle Sounders at home currently all pretty early in the second half. San Jose just tied against a tight against LAFC in the 52nd minute, 1-1. Yeah, the 51st minute, they actually hit the post by Christian Espinosa, so it's been coming. This is a beauty, though. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, my Okay, what are we doing? Sorry, I know. Sorry, we are a uh, audio medium, not a visual medium. Sorry about that. Uh, 
It looked not, like McCarthy thought it was going wide yes, for some reason. Yes, not great goalkeeping. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand that. But all right. Uh, so 1-1 between LAFC and San Jose at the moment. Well, I guess while we wait, we'll head to another break. Burn through some, some of these while we wait for. Oh, okay. Christian says don't go to break. Pablo is possibly on his way. So oh, we will hold on right. a little bit longer. Thank you, Christian. I can't hear the press conference. I just have it open, but he can hear it. So he's our he's our ears at the moment. Um, Demir, not getting a lot of minutes. We said it in the Open Cup game against Las Vegas Lights when he started that maybe he wouldn't play the whole game. We wouldn't see a whole lot of him because he's just coming back from injury. But it seems to be all or nothing with Demir Krylock. He's either playing the full 90, even though he hasn't been playing, or he's not playing at all. Yeah, and obviously when you look at RSL managing minutes because of the amount of games in a short space of time, he's good to go 90 minutes, I get that. But at the same time, I'd be very, very surprised if he gets more than... 15, 20 minutes on Wednesday for the U.S. Open Cup um, and maybe looking at more minutes against Minnesota the, the weekend after. you just got to manage him. At the age of 33, 34, you don't want him playing every game. Um, even though he's one of the better players, you just got to manage him. So when he does play, you, you're getting the most out of him. And we saw that tonight, Lauren. He put it in a really, really good shift, holding the ball up, getting his goal, uh, making some really good passes and, and getting players into to good areas. Uh, and obviously just being a captain. I just thought he did a really good job tonight. Uh, I absolutely agree. It's good to see Demir on the field scoring a goal. It feels right. We have uh, Pablo Mastroini in Colorado for the post-game press conference. Recording in progress. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us on Zoom. We've also got a couple people in person. Um, Caleb, we'll go ahead and start with you on Zoom. Hey, Pablo. I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, the third goal ended up being the game winner. Um, I, I thought it was kind of a, a, a microcosm of a lot of things that have, have gone well, I guess, and have been working this season for you guys. And you got Berton there on the right wing that gets it on, on a counterattack, um, is patient, finds the pass to Rubio. And Rubio, who has not scored yet, you know, could have taken the goal himself, but realizes there's a better option and, and kind of is selfless and passes on to, to Demir. What did you see from that goal, I guess? And, is, and just how how encouraging is that for you to see that kind of selfless play that results in a goal for your, for your team. Yeah. No, I think, um, you know, those are some of the things that we talked about in, in, in the last couple of weeks is, is we want to get into dangerous areas and then it's decision-making and playmaking. And I think Bertine did a fantastic job of, of, you know, cause I think in, in the past few games that we've been putting in some, some crosses with numbers uh, favoring the defense. And so we really talked about, how we want to break corners, um, the patience. If, if if it's not there, then we circulate the ball. And I think Bertine just handled himself in, in a fantastic way to find Rubio. And Rubio, you know, had an excellent play as well to secure the ball and find Dami and obviously a fantastic finish. So, again, I think, you know, a lot of times in those moments, it's got to be you got you got to make selfless plays. And I, I think everyone on that play, starting with a great defensive shape and, 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 a, and a great turnover, um, capitalized on a good moment. And then you're in a bit of a unique position uh, playing these guys again just in a few days. Um, do you just run it back with the same guys? <laughs> um, we'll, we'll take a look. Obviously, there's some guys uh, back home. Um, and and again, we're, we're, we have another busy schedule in the next couple of weeks. So it, it's it's really about um, taking, a, taking a, a step back and looking at the whole group and seeing where everyone's at and how everyone recovers from this game. You know, I think – Obviously, uh, the, the the group that that came out tonight and the guys that came in did a fantastic job. 
Um, but 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 again, I think it's it's we got to look at it from a from a bigger um, from a, from you know a bird's eye perspective to make sure that uh, we're not putting uh, anyone at risk physically with the amount of games that we've been playing. Gotcha. Thanks. Pablo, you know, it's been a couple of years since you were part of the Rapids organization. You've been settled with RSL now for what are your emotions coming back here tonight? Um, obviously, I think when you walk into the stadium, uh, there's a lot of wonderful emotions. Um, and it's 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 almost nostalgic, um, you know, and, and that's the first wave that hits you is the feelings and, and all the wonderful memories that uh, I had here. Um, but then quickly, you, you, you know, you realize uh, you're representing a different organization and the focus is on, um, you know, doing everything we can to, to put ourselves in a position to win the game. And so um, a bit conflicting, but it, but it feels uh, really good um, after the fact, um, you know, to, to, to be where we are. And um, again, I think you, sometimes you get caught up in the, in, in the rivalry and, but I think for our group, the most important thing was the three points and and um, and and scoring goals. And so we did both those things today. So yeah, I think it was a step in the right direction. You know, a couple of you know league games where you guys had trouble putting the ball in the back of the net, all three goals in the first half tonight. What what was clicking? Uh, you know, I, I I think if every any coach had the answer to that, uh, we'd we'd be utilizing that. That's right. That's right. I, I think again, I think it's fortuitous opportunities i think the guys took their their chance as well um you know danny was in a great spot on 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 his uh goal um pablo took a good strike and, and i often say you know you got to make plays and what does that look like well it depends on where the ball is and how many defenders there are and making the best decision and then obviously the precision precision in the passing and the movement off the ball so all those things you know had to come into play but you know we've had some decent chances um in the past and, and similar to the ones we had tonight, uh, but didn't capitalize on it. So, you know, the guys were fantastic in front of get, net and uh, really showed a professional workman's like uh, attitude to really close out what was a difficult game. Carlos? No, no sé, Carlos, porque también jugamos con un, un, un grupo que no ha jugado junto y a veces te sale, a veces no, pero yo creo que la mentalidad del grupo en este partido fue, fue perfecto. Fue, eh, estaban enchufados del minuto uno hasta el último minuto y todo, todo estoy, tengo un orgullo de cómo trabajaron, cómo mantenieron el, el marcador y lo más importante es sacar los tres puntos. Sí, o sea, lo que he visto esta noche es que cuando 11 jugadores luchan uno por, para el otro, eh, somos un, un equipo diferente y eh, el fútbol no se gana con individuales, con jugadores eh, que, que hacen jugadas. Hay que hacer jugada en la parte ofensiva y la parte defensiva. Y el colectivo esta noche fue, fue fantástico y fue un, un partido muy importante donde estamos en la tabla para, para, seguir, para seguir para adelante. Y yo creo que este, este triunfo nos no da mucha confianza para, para el partido del miércoles y también el sábado. 
Pablo, we've seen in a couple of rare instances where teams play each other back to back in league play, the second game's always a mess. You're sure I know very well in playoff series where it was two legs, the second leg's always a mess. How do you prepare the club mentally for Wednesday? Well, you know, I think it's it's unusual, you know, um, to play the same team uh, in the same venue twice this quickly. Um, I, you know, I think, you know, everything that Colorado did tonight, uh, we were anticipating. Uh, again, a well-coached team. Rama does a great job with the guys. You know, I think they execute their plan. Um, so, you know, for me, it's really about going back and, and, and thinking about uh, how it's not just for this game, but for the next few games and how we put out a group that has the same type of mentality um, that the guys had tonight. Um, and, and so there'll, there'll definitely be some changes um, as to who that is. Um, you know, we'll see how the guys recover. You know, I think Jay glad we tried to give him a break tonight and he had to come into the game because of polls. So we'll, we'll, we'll sit down with the, the medical staff and, and the sports performance staff to make sure we make the best decisions for our group, not just for this game, but for the next few weeks. Last one for me and then a couple long goal throughouts. The one that I looked up that was technically Danny in league play. He hasn't scored far as so in league play, but, you know, he scored an open cup. You know, how big were some of those moments for not only the team to get three goals, but the fact that guys who needed to see the ball go in the back of the net? Yeah, it's it's huge. It's huge for Danny individually. Um, I, I think the play Rubio made where, you know, he, he assisted on Dami's goal was really big for, for uh, Rubio. Both those guys have been getting into really good spots this year. And for whatever reason, the ball's not hitting the back of the net. And I think as a goal scorer, the, the, you know, you can have good games and not score. Excuse me. But at the end of the day, strikers need to feel and see the ball hit the back of the net. And and so that was an important moment for for both those guys and, and Dami hitting the back of the net as well. So, you know, things can turn quickly uh, from a goal scoring perspective. Um, and and again, I think it's 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 the collective and, and we've got to now um, come out with the same type of um, play, the same type of energy um, and the same belief in front of goal that we had tonight. Alex, on Zoom, anything for you? Yeah, hey, Pablo, quick question uh, regarding Colorado on Wednesday. They ha- they're also dealing with some fixture congestion. They just played Atlanta on Wednesday. They lost 4-0, uh, but they came out with a very similar starting 11 to what they came out with tonight against you guys. Do you, Does that give you any kind of advantage heading into the midweek game, knowing that they're bringing out, not really resting their key players, um, while you, on the other hand, did resting key players tonight? Um, I don't know if it's an advantage. I, I think you always find out after the game whether or not it was an advantage. You know, I, I've seen teams that don't rest uh, gain momentum um, because they're playing uh, with similar players and the tendencies of those players and their movements and just the the chemistry amongst teams. I think anytime you make too many changes, there's always that um, that possibility that the chemistry isn't there. Um, but, you know, I think we've been really focusing on our style of play and the way we want to get after the game um, incessantly over the past, whatever it's been, three or four months. Um, and, and so I feel comfortable um, making those changes and, and, and feel like we're, we're, not, we're not dropping our level, level regardless of who's on the field. And so I think that's, for me, the most important is to, is to take every game um, and, and gain something for it, from it regardless of the results. So. Awesome. Thank you, Paula. Sí, yo creo que con cada partido va ganando mucha confianza. Eh, lo que hace Damir siempre está posicionado, en el, ubicado en, un, en el lugar donde viene el balón. 
y para mí es uno de los mejores definidores de, 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 del balón. Y hoy día eh, hizo un gran esfuerzo eh, y el fútbol le, le dio el, lo lindo, que es un triunfo y el gol. Thank you, All right, guys, we have Jasper here. So, um, just as always, raise hand function, please. Awesome. Uh, hey, Jasper, congrats on, on the win. How did it feel to uh, get back out there, you know, play, play some big minutes and, and get the win tonight? Uh, yeah, first of all, just getting getting back out there again was just fantastic for me. Uh, I mean, we all love love the sport. So when you when it's getting taken away from you a little bit, it hurts. But uh, yeah, we did a really good job with the rehab and all that stuff to to make it as quickly as as possible for me and yeah I miss being out there with the guys just to compete and and just fight hard and I think that's exactly what we've done today it wasn't probably our uh, our best game that we played not the most joyful to watch but definitely a one with a lot of a lot of heart in it and I feel like that's just what you're going to get out of a derby and uh yeah super excited to get that win after those 90 plus minutes so uh, yeah I'm very happy And then I'm just curious what it's like from a, from a player's perspective, um, having both MLS play and the Open Cup going on right now, kind of just the constant rotation that's going on with the, with the, with the lineups and with the players. What's that, what's that like from a, from a player's perspective, just to kind of deal with the, the, how many games you guys are playing, I guess? I mean, it's just like really about uh, how, you, how you prepare uh, physically and mentally, I think. Uh, it's a it's a good chance for everybody to to step up to get some minutes to show show coaches and and the club that that they belong here that they that they can do well as well. And I feel like with the squad we have right now, uh, we saw it with like a couple of injuries we have we have guys like stepping up. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's like uh, rotational players or substitutes or even guys uh, who are supposed to to be monarchs or like didn't really get the chance at first. Uh, just coming up and playing playing a huge role uh in in those games and I feel like uh it's just a great feeling to to have that in the team that you can trust each other uh you know whoever's gonna stand next to you is getting the job done and is gonna gonna bring everything that he has on the pitch as well so uh yeah just really really looking forward to contribute to that as well uh taking me out for that like the last three weeks but yeah happy to be back and very excited to go go into the next round here on on Wednesday again Yeah. And then lastly, for me, I haven't had the chance to really ask you about this since your your old teammate Berton has been getting more minutes with the first team. What's it been like, I guess, to play alongside him again? I was just super happy for him. You know, like uh, we we kind of had had some great, great years at Pittsburgh together. Uh, obviously, me playing right back and he was right winger. Uh, we we had a lot of fun going down that right side. It was more attacking than defending, but uh, we had great success. And obviously, with With success, there comes just a great team, you know, and like a great atmosphere. So uh, I would say that team that we had in Pitt over those two and after me leaving another year as well with with the guys is doing a fantastic job. Um, it just brings you very close together. I feel like, you know, you go on tournaments together, you spend a lot of time together, you live together for uh, so and so long. So, uh, yeah, I was very excited for him to to be part of this organization coming out of Pitt, same as me. And uh, yeah, very, very happy for him to to be part of this first team as well now. Uh, I know the the way isn't always so easy. Uh, so when he first was like going to Monarchs and playing there, um, he he wasn't 
quite that happy but it was the same with me last year you know you just gotta have to be be ready to step up have your 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 mindset right and and get the chance and once you have your chance you have to take it and and capitalize on it and he did that after the open cup and uh ever since he's he's part of the first team i feel like he he belongs here he has great qualities that we need in the team and especially now with guys rotating in and out uh he's he's a great player to have on the team and i'm I'm very happy for him to be uh yeah my friend as well here on the team so yeah very happy awesome thank you alex hey asper thanks for taking the time tonight a quick question for you've been around with the team for about two years now um for you and the newer guys is, is there still a feeling and a sense of rivalry when you guys take on colorado um I feel like it's more of what people make it than how I feel about it. Um, so I feel like it, it gets more more media attention. The fans bring it up more. So therefore, you want to give something back and always want to win that. Uh, but I haven't been part of this organization long enough to feel fully like experience that. And I feel like I just had one game against them last year, which was the home game we had. Uh, it was a little feisty as well. I remember that. So... It's it's a good fight, you know. So I'm looking forward to to battle with them again and and maybe take take more points away from them if if we can succeed. But uh, to get that that real rival feeling uh, for me, I don't know what needs to happen. But maybe I'm not that uh, into into the the history of the club so far. Maybe I have to read a little bit more about that or something to to know. Uh, what has been going on? Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like it's more what the league wants wants it to be you know like uh being being close together geographically both on the rockies so uh yeah it's it's always a great battle to and like a nice thing to have if you can like announce someone someone as your rival so it's it's always fun to have something like that maybe a win on wednesday could ignite this rivalry again right yeah i mean like cup is always different you know so uh we just play big minutes today. Uh, probably have some some rotation as well as Colorado, probably. And it's getting into the, the crazy phase now where where you don't know um, like where your priorities really lie. You know, uh, you don't know you want to send the full force on on the league or in the league's cup or how you want to do it. So it's it's a little bit of playing chess. But uh, I feel like with with the squad that we have and the players, uh, the qualities. Um, we we should be all set to go go again on on Wednesday and uh, yeah, give them a, give them a good battle again. Awesome, and my last question for you, real quick, is just uh, in your thoughts, what how do you feel the team did defensively tonight? You guys were up uh, two nothing, they got a goal back. You guys were up three one, they got a goal back. How do you guys feel on the defensive end and those set pieces that were yeah. uh, for 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 Colorado? I mean, that's what we uh, we talked about in practice a lot. Uh, we know that they're like also know from last year because they scored set piece on us last year as well. Uh, we know they're like really really good at set pieces, especially with their their center backs coming up for that. Um, so yeah, a little bit disappointed to be honest that we couldn't quite uh manage to stop them on that. But um, yeah, I feel like our efficiency in that game kind of kind of like gave us the advantage to be honest and and. Uh, I, I hate sitting on the bench and and watch the team play because I'm I'm feeling feeling for them and I know when you like step out the game it was a dog fight then I was I was exhausted as well and to see your team fighting there and you you want it to be over you want the team to win uh, so yeah for me it was it was I had nearly a heart attack on the bench as well but uh, 
yeah, we finally get it done. And I feel like that comes from the whole team committing to defending as one. And I feel like we did a good job over the last couple of weeks, uh, not conceding that many goals that had happened in, in the first phase of, of the season. And uh, we know that we have the qualities to go up front. And, and if we are patient enough in the defense, then you're always going to create chances up front because it, it, especially at home for them, they want to win. They need to win as well. Uh, you find some gaps and that's exactly where we took our advantage today and where we capitalize on. So, uh, yeah, definitely have to look back, back on those set pieces and, and get it worked out again. But, uh, yeah, after, other than that, I think we did a pretty good job. Awesome. Thank you, Desper. All right. Thanks, guys. Papa Mastroeni, Jasper Loffelsund on the post-game press conference. We're going to head out to a break here on the RSL post-game show on the RSL Radio Network. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the post-game show. RSL with a 3-2 win. Are you okay? I'm just going full Pablo Mastroeni here, but I just got cramp on my foot. <laughs> I don't know if there's any picture circulating. Pablo was making some faces during that press conference. Eyes were closed most of the time. I don't know what was happening. I hope he's okay. He was holding his ear, so I wonder if he's yes. maybe got an ear infection I or know. something like that. I but. was very concerned for him, but it was also very funny. <laughs> uh, hopefully you're all right, Pablo, after that 3-2 win at Colorado Rapids. A few tweets to get to. Troy Ovison, uh, another friend of the program for years, um, he was on Twitter, tweeted us for a long time, and then I saw him in person at Indoor Soccer, and I was like, bro, where you been? And he was like, I got rid of Twitter. And again, I was like, good for you. <laughs> but he's back. So he's he tweeted and said, I, I've been extremely hard on Rubin. He's not a forward. He had a good game tonight, and the assist to Krylock was earned. Finally getting some goals is a good feeling, and hopefully that's a confidence boost Real Salt Lake needed. I agree? Yes. Yeah. Great. Agreed. Thanks, Troy. Um, Casey Woodyat? I don't know how to say this last name. It seems like it would be simple. Criminal defending on set pieces tonight. Agreed. Great point. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Both goals wide open. Uh, very bad defending. We we did discuss that. But things that can be coached and yes. you can rectify. It's not things that are that are you know they are correctable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Art Vandelay says another friend of the program. Thank you. Uh, story of RSL season for, so far. Some good sometimes. Okay against bad teams. Bad against good teams. Yeah. Sure. 
Yep, they it, need still need a, little, a few players need a little bit of help, and and I think if you, they address the front office, um, are able to spend some money, uh, and again we've talked about this extensively, Lauren. This isn't a front office issue. This is an ownership issue with the lack of money that they've ponied up so far. Um, yes, they spent four million dollars on Andres Gomez, but geez, there's three or four other areas that need to be addressed. That's just one area so far. Um, obviously, love the, the signing of Brian Vera. Um, but again, yeah, still three or four places, uh, players that uh, need to be brought in to make RSL really, really competitive. And and I'm not talking about LAFC type of money being spent or Toronto FC um, being spent, that kind of stuff. But um, you get what you pay for at the end of the day. And if they want RSL to be challenging for trophies, at the very least, getting to the latter stages of uh, US Open Cup and, and uh, a deep run in the playoffs, then they've got to spend some money. Looking around the league, Charlotte lost at home to Nashville today, 2-1, to one, a brace for Mukhtar. Fun, fun guy to watch. Uh, Cincinnati with a home win against Columbus, 3-2. to two. DC United beat LA Galaxy, who are in shambles, 3-0. to zero. Orlando got a road win against Miami, three to one. New York Red Bull against Montreal, two to one. Yes. Don't tweet LA Galaxy oh, yes. though. Apparently, Hercules <laughs> Gomez said two very true and not very mean things. Well, he retweeted Matthew Doyle, just saying the Galaxy shouldn't be this bad, and then said about the Galaxy that things could be worse, and it that could get worse. Could get worse. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Thank you. That is a very. That is one word, but that is a, makes a big difference in that sentence. Things could get worse as they play LAFC in the round of 16 in the Open Cup. The, quote, B team for LAFC <laughs> uh, in Open Cup on Tuesday. And uh, apparently LA Galaxy unfollowed him. So, you know, maybe don't uh, don't tweet LA Galaxy to crap talk unless... Snowflake springs to mind. Up, up to you, yeah. I hate that term, but that's, that's one right there. Yeah, anyway... <laughs> Philadelphia Union got the 3-0 win against New England Revolution. Austin beat Toronto 1-0, 3-3 between Chicago and Atlanta, 1-1 between Dallas and Houston. Real Salt Lake with the 3-2 win at Colorado. St. Louis back to winning ways, 4-0 against Kansas City. Late in California, LAFC 1, San Jose 1. Portland and Minnesota are at 0-0 late. And Vancouver getting late in this one as well, up 2-0 against Seattle. And Vancouver has looked decent offensively in this game. I, I'm quite surprised by Seattle. Um, Albert Rusnak has also bleached his hair. It's There's, good. It does look good. It looks better than Jordan Morris's bleached oh. hair. Much better. Mine would look better than Jordan Morris's. <laughs> and I'm a fat, overweight, looking like Jack Grealish wannabe. During COVID, I bought bleach from my hairstylist, and I bleached my husband's hair and my dad's hair. Both of those looked better than uh, Jordan Morris's hair. Anyway. There's our every once in a while we got to bring up Albert Rusnak uh, in his personal style in some capacity, even though he's not on the team anymore. So there's your uh, update. On, I still miss him. I do too. I do too. And I think I heard rumors that he has some regrets about leaving this team. And I don't. I I I kind of was a little surprised, but not too much. Um, I think it's just a different vibe in Seattle than what he wants for his life but they are still a very good team and obviously you won champions league and good for him um moving swiftly on wednesday yes not much of a preview because it's colorado again yeah interesting what was brought up in in the post-game press conference though uh colorado using the same 11 
as they did against Atlanta United. Yeah. Will they make wholesale changes? RSL making changes for this game. Hopefully having Marcelo back, which would be a nice touch. Obviously, Jefferson Savarino would be a lovely addition as well. Gomez and, and uh, Anderson Julio coming off the bench, putting in a good shift. So very, very interested to see how RSL line up if they start to really ramp up because they are so close to having a, a home game against either LAFC or LA Galaxy, LAFC. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it'll be lovely to have a home game, whoever it is, um, but an extra game in the US Open Cup uh, and you get past one of these, then you've got to be looking, having one eye on silverware this season. Yeah, I think I think we'll see a decent number of changes from Colorado. I think you have to after playing Wednesday in Atlanta, coming home, putting out the same 11 against Real Salt Lake and then playing again on Wednesday. I think we'll see a decent amount of changes from Colorado. Real Salt Lake, though, as we as you said, made a lot of changes for this game. Got those players on to keep them a little loose and, and ready for Wednesday. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a few changes for Real Salt Lake as well. But those players will be ready to go because they were rested tonight against Colorado. So... We will see you guys on Wednesday. It is an 8 o'clock kick against Colorado here on the RSL Radio Network. So we will be on the air at 7. I guess it beats an 8.30 kick like the previous two games. It does. (laughs) It really does. I was talking to someone at day job about the game on on Wednesday. They were like, oh, when's the next Open Cup game? I said, it's on Wednesday at 8. And they were like, all right, I'll just watch the highlights. (laughs) And I said, I don't blame you. Um, So yeah, we'll catch you guys on Wednesday, 8 o'clock kick, 7 p.m. pregame show here on the RSL Radio Network. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a great weekend. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless and I will never understand it I will never accept it I'm Amy Donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast The Letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives the realities of grief and the possibilities of forgiveness I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.